0: Hello, everybody. It's really my great pleasure to be here, and uh, thanks the, uh, uh, to the Amanda to sorry, Lin <laughs> uh, Lin to uh, give give uh, invitation and give us the, the this uh, the opportunity. I must say that uh, this is my first time to talk with the audience that outside the uh, the Chinese study, and particularly that uh, the talk about the audience from uh, education or higher education study. Okay, so I am the newcomer. (laughs) So this is one point. Secondly, that we think that uh, this is a really good opportunity for us to talk about the phenomena of the international Chinese student mobility uh, issue, not only from a higher education perspective, but also for, you know, we talk about China rights. We talk about, you know, China Chinese society integrates into the international society. So I treat the, our international students as one of the change agency, with some kind of deep influence about the, how successful the Chinese society integrates into international society. So, so this is the second point. Certainly, I think that uh, for myself, uh, I'm Chinese, I stay here for 20 years although I still need to improve my English, <laughs> 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 but uh, nevertheless, I would like to say that from my personal experience, that I am a uh, witness about the China change from the equal society to unequal society, now we talk the next step of China, it's more class, structure, uh, struggle, or more it, uh, how many society like the Chinese authorities want to, to see. This, this is a question mark. But then, from this perspective, I also see that our, our Chinese students coming here, for me, from Chinese perspective, they are not human genius. I, they are human genius in the way they are uh, family income or social background. But when they come here, they will start to change. Some Chinese students more open minded and better learn some local cultural society. Other maybe simply close them itself. So now I want my, this is my vision. I want to see the, the link with the Chinese society in transition, <coughs> then how the Chinese students see themselves. What can change happen among the Chinese students? And what kind of the difficulty, new dynamics uh, new resources the university needs to be in encountered? in turn to better to give the training support of Chinese student, And then I would like to ask maybe more critical questions about what uh, social responsibility a high education provider for international students and the Chinese students in particular about the citizenship, global citizenship, and then social responsibility for the society, either they are staying abroad or staying in uh, uh, back to China. So this is uh, the, some kind of my initial uh, the thinking about why the Chinese student is the matter for our high education sector study. And uh, so think uh, our, uh, our research, we also done a lot of research in about the Chinese student integration in UK, in local community, in not particularly focus on northeastern. We well, are not only do the research, but also do some kind of social experiment. So uh, but, uh, this is now my focus. But I wish that uh, that and I can make contribution from the society perspective, or from the, the intercultural communication perspective, to see what we can work with the Chinese students. This is very complex. So then uh, I talk about our uh, center for Chinese migration study we set up just one year ago. And then we have the meeting to, to develop the research and the policy debate about the Chinese uh, migration internally and internationally. And we talk about uh, particularly with the uh, about uh, global mobility with Chinese students and the integration in local communities. Uh, this is uh, our some of the, our research uh, interests. We have currently have the 15 the staff and PhD uh, students to do so. Mm. And uh, particularly um, back to our uh, Bernadette and I, the research interest. And as uh, uh, you heard that we have uh, a lot of the activity intend to link the education matter with uh, development in more than 40 countries worldwide. Including he, she has better knowledge than I in terms of understanding the rural China <laughs> uh, and how near of the Chinese uh, you know, uh, the parents and the students in the countryside. And, uh, so she has done a lot of research about the Chinese student approach to uh, the learning and high, educa- high education. Migration and children's uh, welfare and education in China. Chinese people know what it means. And uh, then about mental issue of the Chinese students in here. That, and uh, since, the, because my background share with her is that I, although I have crossed the different disciplines, but um, I call myself particularly the development study. So we share the interest about the development perspective to see how functional of high education. Then uh, uh, I had done some kind of uh, like the Chinese labor study in particular about the Chinese uh, seafarer in the labor market, Chinese swine stuff in Italy and UK. We find that poor working conditions and also some issue in Chinese community. But we want to see where is some kind of new dynamic to sort out of this kind of issue. We we move back to see we have so many volunteer, uh, Chinese students and the Chinese students, a lot of them have the volunteer uh, in the mindset whether we can mobilize them to do something for the Chinese migrant or vulnerable people in the local Chinese community. When we do so, we find that uh, a lot of knowledge gap and uh, issues among the Chinese students. So this led us to develop some kind of training program. About the global citizen, uh, local community engagement, and uh, then think about our higher education matter. So this is one project uh, we have done that uh, here that uh, uh, lift about uh, the practice global citizen in local community. and uh, This is three years ago, and then we consider about more in link to the theoretical thinking about international student integration, and. Uh, and uh, also the role of local community and stakeholder can play in our higher education system. And uh, this is, uh, we talk about our UK interest Let's share with you. But now today, our focus on the social justice and higher education reform in China. This is uh, our, I have uh, just published one book that uh, was uh, uh, edited by uh, John Morgan and uh, me about uh, higher education reform beyond to the expectation. And the second book ongoing to deliver it is focused on the title uh, of the social justice and higher education reform. This is a part our paper, is uh, part of this chapter. So I bring something our books for you uh, look at, and then our the. Uh, the brochure about our project, mm-hmm. and then uh, we have the uh, service report in conducted in last summer about uh, uh, to see. I treat the Chinese student as part of the, our uh, Chinese community in Ch- in Northern. To see what kind of change link with the higher education, link with inter- uh, Chinese student increase, and what can link that. Uh, between Chinese students and the local community and what kind of the issue need to be addressed about the university engagement uh, for the purpose of the back interest about the Chinese students and the Chinese community, uh, local community. So we also hold the one the, ESRC, the Festival of the Social Science uh, workshop called the Global University in Local Community, focused on the Chinese community in the UK. And really, we really want to do something that is happening. So this is uh, my very uh, quick background. Now I want to hand over our presentation to Bernadette, who will cover <coughs> about the background uh, and the research design for our China project, social justice, so, uh, and then I will talk about our research funding. then move to the conclusion.
1: I I will speak in a loud voice because we only have one microphone. Can you hear me at the Yes. Okay. Um, Thank you, Bin. Bin says he doesn't speak English very well, but he certainly speaks a lot. (laughs) Um, Very quickly, just to... uh, look at higher education in China, that there were some mentioned earlier of some of these changes, massive expansion, and the goal of the Chinese government to develop world-class universities. And these two are goals of policy, but there is some conflict between them, because achieving the one can be at the expense of the other. They operate in parallel. (coughs) Why does social justice matter? Well, it's part of the transition where there's widening social stratification, stratification of higher education institutions, competition, as we've heard, in the labour markets, and a very unequal cost-sharing burden for families (coughs) whose children go into higher education. So, for example, uh, a rural family will pay 160% of their annual income for their child at a a good university, top-tier university. Uh, An urban family will pay 40% of their income to send their child to university. (coughs) So, limitations on social mobility flow from this because this inequality is replicated in the kinds of jobs that students get on graduation and what their expectations can be. Finn and I have wrestled with the concept of social justice. There are numerous definitions usually revolving around equity, equality, um, fairness. And we were also struggling with what does it actually mean in Chinese? Is there a Chinese word for it? Are we talking about the same thing when we survey Chinese students and ask them questions about social justice? And we decided that there is a difference in the concept between Western concepts and and Chinese concepts. The Chinese concept, Apologies to Chinese speakers (laughs) in the room. And the the difference seemed to be to do with the focus on the individual in Western concepts Mm -hmm. and the focus more on society in general in the Chinese concepts. And there's a lot more uh, that's interesting in going into this. So, what we uh, have Conclude it is that there is a shift in China from a focus uh, on equal shares for everybody more to linking effort to reward <coughs> and a movement towards individual social justice. So there is it's a shifting concept and not easy to pin down and does have a different meaning. The gong is government influence government responsibility for social justice and the the second part uh, is about people and uh, people's morality in operating social justice. Two key concepts uh, parts of the concept of, of course are equality and equity and although they're used interchangeably they do mean different things and we can say that in China uh, some equity has been some equality has been achieved, but maybe not so much equity, in other words, attention to disadvantaged groups, changing <coughs> conditions so that they can enter and uh, survive in higher education. Um, concepts of social justice have tended uh, recently really to um, focus on distributive justice, a quantitative thing, fair share sharing out uh, amounts. But actually it's more to do as well with the social structures and institutional practice and ideology uh, which maintain those differences or or which uh, solve the problems of difference. So it's not just about distribution of goods and status, (coughs) etc. One working definition we found quite useful is this one, ensuring systemic and structural social arrangements to improve quality, equality. We add equity onto that. But it, it puts our attention on the institutions and what they can do and the structures, the wider systems. And what I've found in, in looking at this is that in the UK, more responsibility is put on universities than it is in China. <coughs> These are the research questions from this particular piece of research that we did. Uh, To what extent are poor and rural students represented in the sample we we got? And how is financial support allocated? Because the government does have (coughs) programs. And what are students' perceptions of uh, equality, of opportunity for poor and rural students? Because as you know, the rural urban division in China is a very key one and linked to all sorts of social benefits and the education of children. Our survey design was in Shaanxi province, poor western. I think it comes about 22 out of 33 economically, but it's strong in HE resources. It actually has the third most higher education institutions in China after Beijing and Shanghai. Uh, We took six universities, two from each tier, top tier, the key universities, the 211 and uh, 985 project universities, heavily funded by the government. Um, Some from the middle level, which are key provincial universities or universities belonging to uh, ministries. And then the third level, the provincial universities run and managed by a, a province and therefore much less well resourced. We gave three questionnaires to each of these six universities, voluntary participation, anonymous and self-administered. And I'm going to ask Bin to talk us through the tables, we might just about do it.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, I reduced your time, yes, <laughs> I, I will pick up. Moment, yes, <laughs> okay. So based upon our the questionnaire survey, we did our data analysis to see that how uh, the, this is the sample frame. Talk about uh, the three-tier university, and the total sample is uh, the 1,500. Return is uh, 1,500. You know. So then here, look at the place of both, because the difficult to collect the, like who directory, directly. So we ask them, <coughs> the the in the, the board. So that it's uh, urban and uh, the, the rural, that roughly say this uh, equal distributed. Taking account now, the urbanization rates in China already, uh, ex- uh, reached to more than the 50%. So this is all right. But then look at the distribution of the rural people in ten to the three tier. You can see the significant difference between mm-hmm. you know the first tier and the, the the, uh, the third tier. The, uh, University. And also look at the data that uh, gave you some people who are not from China uh, about the information. Now, like here, we are uh, the high education recruitment by the university. But this is the, the so that the, the, the basic central government, you know, intuition. Sorry. Uh, uh, so, here, that for instance, uh, look at the here that uh, this is the 60% with Sainsi province students come from the province and forty percent come from all, outside of the Sanxi province. In our sample maybe nearly all the province, the twenty 23 or 24 province. And then you also see that uh, the the significant difference between the top tier and the third tier of the university because that the top tier that gets more funding from the central government. So they have more responsibility to recruit the uh, uh, student from outside. They uh, give you some kind of background about the Chinese student prefer with the family background. Here you can see that uh, one key uh, element uh, variable is the uh, family high ha- uh, income. So we have double check. Uh, I fi- we feeling the, uh, quite reliable that about. Uh, l- low, middle and uh, high uh, internal family income. And uh, then you c- we also put that fa- further the occupation there about it from the public or government office or state-owned company that uh, re- employer, This the uh, uh, private company owner or the worker. This is the farmer. So you can see that uh, this is the distribution in our sample indicated nearly 40% come from countryside. And uh, also certainly this uh, obviously that uh, farmers that uh, are in the low income level, uh, no surprise. And we can think about the family impact, <coughs> or we call corporate capital influence about the Chinese student. So we take into account of parents' education, bring the father and mother the education level together. So they say uh, that they uh, from low to high, Long means uh, normally under the uh, six years education is schooling and high normally that have university levels, parents, uh, normally both or at least one. So you can see that uh, uh, certainly high education uh, and uh, likely the high income in China. This is one kind of the the new liberalism slogan that high education means more income. Okay, and then this is the link with the uh, so income level with the uh, access to the university. So, you particularly, we focus on uh, here that uh, slightly, uh, certainly, it's not much different between the low and the middle income in the uh, first tier, but particularly the the further, uh, further uh, top tier university, they have. Linked with high income family. Uh, this is the general question ask students what your perception about whether uh, different social groups have equal opportunity to get access to university. Generally speaking, that the 60% of the respond, uh, cross, uh, respondents uh, say no, but 40% say yes. And also, this uh, t- uh, graph shows. The slight difference between urban and the rural people oh. uh, between the, the Sanxi province and the outside the Sanxi province students. And also, uh, this is the top tier university and uh, the third tier. So you can see, particularly, that we find the interesting thing that students from outside the Sanxi province s- see more the inequality. And also from the top tier universities, because they are dominated by the outside of the student, they also see more inequality in terms of access to the Chinese university. This table shows that uh, this is uh, we are not a general uh, statement about uh, social uh, uh, justice, but we talk about specifically. Have you found that any poor student among your you know your classmates? So that it is quite interesting. That we can see that from the student. That look, the over half of students say yes. We do have a student in among the classroom, but we also have lots proposing students. I don't know. Understand? Look at the, the difference, that, uh, the 20% difference between the urban and the rural, between high income and the low income, in terms of acknowledgement about the poorest students among, the, among them. And this data also have the this is beyond our imagination, that the people from urban areas, from the high income and from the high education background don't know. That is one issue that uh, we, we talk about, uh, you know, uh, gen- generation transfer from one generation to another. Uh, ignore <coughs> about the report, uh, f- issue. So here is another table to show uh, further about uh, uh, how you see whether you agree with such kind of statement that the poor family, there are of uh, opportunities to access to university. And this is similar. The, whether the rural people have lack the uh, opportunity to the uh, the, uh, the university, so they did. Uh, and, sorry, sorry. They did, uh, also confirm our uh, you know uh, the previous uh, the table. So then here we talk about social justice, and then we talk about uh, how what we can do for them, and then they did the link with the. Uh, our, uh, about the financial support of the student, available for student. This is the three catalogs of the financial support. Okay. One is the link, the mirror based scholarship. This is the based upon needs, uh, the poor student family needs. And this is the, about bank loans, uh, and also linked with the poor family. So from here, that uh, roughly speaking, the put that uh, this is the distribution, and put that together, we, ha- we find nearly half of the students get some kind of access to the funding. This is the, but then look at detail about how distribute the this kind of funding, particularly uh, uh, about yeah. This is the, the okay. This we talk about the, the, this is general access between the different tier of the university, different, uh, you know, the urban, rural, and also the income level. Uh, I put the, the marks for the past the statistics, and, uh, so this they, kind of thing, no past statistics, mean that uh, there are no not significant difference. And they uh, uh, call and talk about uh, the scholarship the distribution, and they, they talk about, you know, needs. Based uh, funding plus the bank l- loan. So from here, you can see that uh, one conclusion from us is that uh, beyond our imagination, Chinese government done a good job in to bring the the need based the the funding to support the poor student. They, uh, yeah, this is uh, one conclusion come from us. Second, it is also that the poor student, uh, they are, have the intent to get the access to the funding is okay. But then here, there is a significant difference that you can see from here, the different tier the students have different access uh, rates. Uh, and also particularly the scholarship is quite different between the different tier the university. Okay, so th- this is the last, okay, the last table. And uh, then uh, another thing, we know the the difference, we know the support available. Then we ask the student to make comment about the government support. Here, uh, we can see that uh, whether the government financial support for poor students should be increased or not. For this question, you can see that uh, certainly the uh, the 45% say yes. Uh, Certainly, who say yes, particularly that uh, the poor students from rural and poor family uh, and also from benefit students, we we say yes, we need an increase. I would like to draw your attention for nearly 40% of students say they don't know, neutral. But then we change the angle to ask. Why do you think that uh, the, the government need the, the, the support, need to give everybody, rather than just target poor students? Then here, you can see that uh, near similar the percentage of the students say yes. And this is particularly for the, the stu- student from the urban, <coughs> from the high-income family, and from no, no access to the financial the support for, uh, student agree with this kind of uh, uh, statement this is uh, show that uh, from our service the issue in terms of student uh, perception understanding and uh, you know of what poor student uh, support, give the moral and some kind of support to the uh, poor student matter I uh, pass. later our major funding so I pass over to Bonazai <coughs>
1: Our main conclusions were that uh, though now at universities urban and rural students are represented to reflect the proportions in the population, so more rural students are getting there, the inequality is emerging in relation to university rank and it's unlikely that poor rural students will get into the top tier universities very easily or in only small numbers except the government does have a policy directed towards equity in in one small respect uh, in relation to the school leaving university entrance examinations the Gaokao which all students sit it's a national exam and the government gives an extra number of marks to disadvantaged and ethnic minority groups. So that's one little example of a policy attempt to provide equity in the system. Um, But in general, poor and rural students are underrepresented at tier two and tier one universities. Uh, And I think it it was agreed that they they have fewer opportunities though there were different views about how actually to equalize these opportunities. There wasn't consensus. And what was really striking was this huge band down the middle who didn't know, weren't aware, Mm -hmm. had no opinion. And what that suggested to us was that there was a low level of awareness or concern about this issue of inequality, equity and social justice among students really wasn't on their horizon, unless they were a poor student struggling with their family spending 140% per annum of annual income on their course. And uh, another study has shown that um, 20% of students at the universities come into the poor category. So it's quite a big contingent, and that they support themselves partly through family contribution, but more through uh, loans and through part-time jobs, which is I think a, a new, newer phenomenon in China, in Chinese universities. So, government policies have achieved some success in, in their expansion by bringing in rural students, urban students and some poor students. That of course, we don't know how many poor students never actually get into the university because the the system operates right down to primary school level, and really a lot depends on which primary school you get into, and certainly which uh, junior high and uh, senior, senior middle school you get in. So there's a, a backwash effect down the system, uh, and the the cost of higher education to rural and poor families is disproportionately greater uh, than for the uh, urban and wealthier families. Uh, As you can see, we've got a lot more data, of course, which we can't show today, but as you can see, it actually raises a lot of questions (coughs) about all sorts of issues. And um, a final note is really to point to some of the questions we're left with. Some of the student responses need to be explored through qualitative research. We're limited by the tool we used, uh, a questionnaire, and there were lots of issues that we picked up in talking around and uh, hearing from students and teachers, which now really ought to be explored further. And uh, as many writers say, the issue is beyond the quantitative. Many of the studies are looking at just quantitative (coughs) aspects, but actually there's a lot to do with uh, the qualitative setting, institutional practice, um, grants uh, are given in tier three universities at the university level and although the government has been successful in spreading their uh, needs based grants across the universities, in fact the universities differ very much in how they interpret the government guidelines in distributing this money. can't be said to be fair. So we're left with uh, a number of questions, both theoretical and practical, and is social justice a a mirage only, as Hayek said, an economist? Uh, Is it just uh, a useful label which doesn't actually have great meaning? Um, We think it does have meaning, but we need to define it better. And how can universities and wider society collaborate? Who should have the responsibility for ensuring fair access? I get the sense that in the UK, more uh, stress has been put on the universities <coughs> taking action to ensure this. In China, it's not clear where the responsibility is, other than at national government level. And even some of the charities who have funds to sponsor poor students are actually um, providing the money to scholar, uh bright scholars, not poor students. And what should be the the role of universities in promoting social justice on their campuses? Because it was clear, I think, from our survey, there was, as somebody has already mentioned today, parallel groups operating. There wasn't engagement. People didn't know about each other's circumstances. And maybe this accounts for the low level of awareness of uh, half of the students, at least, Uh, about the circumstances of their poorer student peers. Uh, I think China is not the only country which is struggling with issues of social justice and widening access. I recently read the Offer report on um, participation in universities. And though they say the the high-tariff universities are now increasing their intake of disadvantaged students, that there wasn't a huge amount of movement over the previous 10 years. So maybe we're expecting a lot to expect in the China context that this will all happen very quickly, though everything else has happened very quickly in the Chinese context. Thank you. Thank you very much.